Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for Back Down With your host, Wayne Noon, Greg Welcome to Rat Salad Review. As you can see, today we have a guest on. Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Mark. Munchnik, right? That's your, that's how you Munchnik. Munchnik. Everyone wants to insert an N in there. Munchnik. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna insert a D in there, but I didn't want to insult you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rat Salad Review. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. You are here today to talk about your uh, new album from the Nightmare Stage. What is it called? Uh, when the Curtain Closes? Yeah. yeah. When mm-hmm. the Curtain Closes. Yeah. How long have you guys been it's around? Yes. It does kick ass. It does. Thank you. Thank it you. Does. So, it does. So I've been playing with my guitarist, Craig, for almost 15 years, and then um, 2007, so we're looking at a little over 10 years, the Nightmare Stage was um, sort of formed with Scott Oliva, who's you know incredible, incredible vocalist, sort of the driving force yeah. of the sound, um, and so yeah, so our debut, um, which <laughs> debut as in we record an album, and I have 500 copies of it in my basement. Um, <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> but they're all shrink wrapped. They're beautiful. Wow. And um, 2010. I'm on it. He wants to pay Pelican. Oh, cool. Cool, man. You yeah. still have that album available where people can, you know, buy it from you? Or? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, so yeah, so 2010, um, and then, yeah, two, 2019, and we're releasing our second album, so we're not on a, you know, you know, album every two years schedule for, you know, by any intents and purposes, but, um, but yeah, so. Was there any reason for this, such a long gap? Um, we had some changes, uh, we changed our drummer, um, and, you know, just life stuff, like I... You know, have you know? I work. Um, I'm a school psychologist in elementary school. A very busy, demanding job. Everyone has their um, yeah. their things. Yeah. So, um, and it really just we never had any you know visions on releasing a second album. But it just came oh, really? together, and um, the material came together, and it was um, you know we're just excited to be you know in this place a little. Little surprise. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good album. I listened to it when uh, you gave it to me a few weeks ago. I've been listening to it ever since you gave it to me. <clears throat> and it's uh, very, very good. I really like it a lot. Sometimes I get a little worried when I hear 
when somebody suggests like, you know, oh, I know this person in the band and then I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I can imagine what they're going to sound like. And so, most of the time you get surprised but with you guys. I was very surprised and, and it was very, really good. I, lo- I love the uh, like first five songs, especially that yeah. song. Um, I wrote it down. Hold on. I, I like the whole album, but there are, you know, obviously favorites. Uh, yeah. uh, what the hell did I write down? If you can get through an album, which I apparently can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, the infamous. That's okay, so the favorite. infamous. So um, that is a track. That is the first track that Craig and I wrote um, when I met him, two thousand four. And he just had he had that guitar line, and I added the do 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 do, and it just completely um, came together. And it was um, at that time Joe, who sings on a, a new song, and also um, you know is the original vocalist for that song, play, was playing drums in the band at that time. So we were a three piece with the singer drumming. Right. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, he pulled it off pretty well. And um, and so, yeah, so for that song to be, Scott expressed interest. He's like, I'll just put vocals on this. And we're like, do whatever you want. Like, again, uh, you know, we have tracks that are recorded and it's like, okay, all right, that's nice. We'll listen to it occasionally. That's yeah. it, you know, but they sound, you know, they're ripe for the picking. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And, and so Scott <laughs> added... Um, no. Since 2010, you guys went from a four-piece to a three-piece to a five-piece? Um, we started out... Nightmare Stage was always um, was always a, uh, a five-piece. Um, and, yeah, so Craig has always been a one-guitarist band guy. And so he always wanted, like, a keyboardist to play. So I almost play, like, lead keyboard... And, um, like, yeah. the writing, a lot of the writing is, um, you know, I'll, I'll write a, a riff on the keyboard, and then I'll be like, be like, play this. <laughs> He's like, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, let me write it down. I'm like, no, you don't know it? <laughs> you know, Mark, that, that's one thing that, uh, that took me by surprise, because I didn't know initially, I didn't know what to expect from this album. I said, oh, well, let me... All right, let me take a listen. And um, one thing that struck me was that it was so keyboard based. Yeah. Meaning, like, it almost felt yeah, like the keyboardist too. was the yeah. second guitarist or the melody, it was doing all the melodies and stuff. And I liked that. And it was, re- it sounded really good. I mean, the bottom line is, like, I've never played guitar. Like, if there's not keyboard, like, I don't have a place in the band. So it, it was all, and it was, it was always, um, that I almost wanted to be a little more restrained, and the guys are like, "No, do this. Put a solo in there." Um, you know. So, and Craig had always, always been. I'd be like, "I, I don't hear keyboards in in this part." I'd always, I'd be like, "I don't see keyboards." And then, most of the time, we would fit. And then there is um, a spot in Finding Home where there's no keyboards because it's just a really thrashy riff. And I'm like, right. I'm sitting this one out. I'm going to take a, I'll have a drink. Right. Because <laughs> it's, it's a kind of, it's a busy song. So to add any more, yeah. 
Yeah, sense. it's just like sometimes you just want to let the song breathe a little bit. I'm going to apologize now. We should have been on live, <laughs> but apparently we're not. Forgot to log into the thing. You see, you see Mark, we have this running theme there. <laughs> fuck something up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or one of us screws something up, and it just it wouldn't be rat salad review of it. <laughs> no. Hey, man, it's a great time. Thrilled to be important? here. Um. I, I did want to say, though, before I forget again, one thing I really liked about the record here, because um, I wasn't sure what to expect either. And honestly, when uh, Demented Impresario first started, I was like, ah, crap, this is going to sound like dream theater. <laughs> but That's what I get all the time. Yeah, but then it didn't. And I really like how uh, you use the keyboards or piano as a lead instrument. Uh, remind me a lot of how John Lord would play in Deep Purple. Yeah, I mean, and John Lord was like, you know, he was straightforward. He just had really good, solid, like, I have a few tones that I use. I have a string sound that's really cuts through and is powerful. Um, so I don't mix it up a lot with like a lot of fancy or like spacey sounding, just right. like, you know, instrumental, a good piano, um, and just like, you know, the song, you know, how, how does melody, how different melodies fit into each other and how the song, um, progresses. So, you know, I, I, the riff can be the theme for the lead that's coming could be, you know repeated in the bridge back to the verse you know something like that right. so i'm always thinking about that um you know as far as the structure of the song because again mm -hmm. dream theater like they have like a million different parts and you're like did they ever come come back to that right yeah. right. Yeah. right i got two questions can i ask ask them go i'm sorry Scott i can only Lindo. handle one Okay, then I'll answer. I'll ask my really important one. Can I Just ask? Kidding. All right, Scott Oliva. Any uh, relation to Chris or John? I like to think so, but no. no? It's just, a, <laughs> it's just a you know name. Common name, last uh, name. Yeah. Commonality. Yeah. All right. Second question. Hellbound is my favorite song on your album, man. Uh, what 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 the hell is it about? Being hellbound. Um, so that is also, it's funny that you guys mentioned the two, like, original songs that we wrote really. when Craig and I, yeah, so that was me, um, just like, okay, I've met people who, um, you know, think like I, I'm gonna just write, like, a really stomping, like, you know, do me song with the, with the piano, and Joe well, always... Thank you. And Joe always had a knack for um, writing those, you know, just really like, you know, solid lyrics. I, that's that's all I could say. You know, he um, it was just like easy for him. Wow. Well, it's a kick ass song. It, 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 it's one. It's the one that blew me away. So. And it's and it's um, probably my least one of my least favorite songs. Really? Wow. Okay. I feel like yeah. I'm just. It's a little, um, it gets repetitive to play, um, so I, I try to mix it up live, and then I, 
I like mess up and <laughs> so like I should probably I mean I mean I enjoy it um you know for what it is but you know it's it happens it's it's just cool that we were able to use those old tunes and reinvigorate them with Scott's vocals which he did some really nice like subtle um subtle additions to hellbound where it would just like on the choruses and it made everything more full all right just yeah, to, you know, you know number that's three question number three explorers right, in your neighborhood and we've been uh, exploring explorers symphony of of steel this last week and honestly i see a correlation between old explorer and the new Nightmare Stage album. I'm probably going to take some shit for uh, asking this question, but have you ever heard of Explorer? Never in my life. And I've heard <laughs> of a lot of bands. Okay. Nobody's heard of Explorer, John. Uh, <laughs> I've heard of a lot of bands. Flying the flag, of. And that's Explorer with two X's. Yeah, yeah. two X's. Not oh, okay, one. okay. Maybe X's. I've seen yep. that name. Oh, now he's seen it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We ripped don't, the whole album from them. Don't My try bad. to. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't try to make John feel better. Nobody's ever heard of Explore. Well, it's okay, John. What it's I okay, John. Think. I know people make fun of me all the time. Like no one's ever heard of that band. You know what this I really like too on this album? The choruses were so catchy, man. The choruses really were doing it for me too. But, but. My favorite songs off this album are Demented Impresario, Returns Again. I love that one, too. And this is the end I really liked. I liked From Below a lot. So I have Thank a bunch you. of favorites. I think they're great. Those are great tunes, man. We were really happy. I was really happy with how the, the one-two punch of Returns Again, to me, is a perfect like second song because it just... It just, you know, gallops, you know, it has those few notes and it just starts off. Um, and This Is The End um, was really uh, just, it's just something that, you know, I feel like is, is easy to just write like a really beautiful piano. Um, and then Scott's vocals, like, you know, it was, it sort of gave me like a little Symphony X vibe to it. Like yeah. it was cool. It would, it was. It was nice to mix it up. Not only that, but This Is The End was a perfect song to like mellow the album down, then kick it up again. So it was a really cool, just nice, smooth, soft-paced song. It was nice. Thank you. We, we, we paid a lot of attention to um, song placement and mm -hmm. um, ex excruciating attention. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But again, you know, eight years between an album, it better be, you know, we, we have the time to. Um, so thank you. I really, you know, we really appreciate, um, you know, we just do it because we love, you right. know, that type of music and we want to make it. Right. <laughs> spread it no, it masses. sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Mark, one last thing, man. I just want to throw this out, actually, but don't don't get pissed off at me, though. But uh, oh. from below. <sighs> It, there's to I'm me okay. I, just, I hear a hint a hint of oliva's pain oh is there a hint of oliva's pain in there i just it just reminds me a little bit of that there's a little there, hint of it somewhere in there 
There could be. I mean, um, you know, we're all Sabotage fans. And, right. you know, John Oliva is like the quintessential, um, you know, he's on the piano, he's singing. Um, yeah. So, and he he had that, like, melodic, but, like, really, like, gritty. Um, so, I mean, that's not something to be ashamed of, to be right. influenced. Right, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that... So from oh no sorry so from below was the dual vocal so that was Joe our original vocalist way back when um, present day with Scott doing the dual vocal okay. and that was a song that we used to play um, you know like a while back as well that never really came together so we sort of pulled from everything that we had accumulated musically and like okay I think you know this could work. Now, who was the uh, female vocalist on the, uh, what was that the last song, right? Uh, Curtain Closes? Yeah, so that's Brenda. She's just a friend of the band and grew up okay. with music, and she just wanted to do it, and she had never done it, you oh, know, really? really done something to that, um, you know, scale before. And, hmm. yeah, I think she has a sort of a unique voice that was cool, and, um, you know, it really was a nice... Um, you know, it was like a family affair for the band. Yeah, that's cool. You think you'll do stuff like that on the next album, if there ever is a next album? Definitely. You know, always like to include different sounds and, um, you know, 20, What what at this pace, what is it, like 2026 20, that we'll be uh, talking again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we're still on. <laughs> you never know. I, I plan on being, but yeah. who knows? I I say go back in the studio right now and ignore the future. Just get your B-sides together and slam it into an album, man. Keep the magic. No, I know we we have so much material that it wouldn't be. Do it. Yeah. All right, I'm going right now. (laughs) Yeah. Do. Uh, no, I was gonna say one thing I really liked about this record as well. Also, I um, my two favorite songs from this were "Dark Skies" and "Finding Home." I find it interesting each one of us picked two completely different songs, yeah. but uh, <laughs> so we all, like we all like the whole album uh, combined yeah, with like, all of us. We, we like, like the, the whole entire thing. album. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean I that's great. You know. I don't, there's a couple of things where it's a little too progressive for me personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that it's me, bad. Me too. Me too. I'm, okay. <laughs> Which is why the thrashier ones are. Yeah, I love the um, that that guitar riff on Dark Skies. Like, was um, I was like, that's going to be really heavy. And when he, you know, Craig really cranks the distortion on that, which is cool. That'd be and, an um, awesome song live, I think. Yeah, okay. well, 89 North, August 3rd, 89 oh, really? North, Patchogue, oh, New York. Oh, we'll Patchogue. be playing. Who else is we'll playing? We'll be playing. Um, I don't know. Well, you got a ways to go. <laughs> what do you care, man? Because you're going to blow them all away, right? Yeah. That's true. That's true. Hey, we've, we've only done, at this band, I think we've done two shows maybe three really yeah 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 it just speaks to like you know when we get together we get it done and then you know we don't see each other for a little bit and but you know it's 
it's awesome to be, you know, talking to you right now about, you know, the album drops April 26th, you know, next Friday. So, F yeah. Hey, Mark, how do you guys collaborate? Because do you record at home? I was just going to ask that. You were, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, how do you do, how do you go about just, just the whole process of it in a nutshell? Do you record at home or get stuff mixed somewhere else? Or does, do you send each other files and record over them or to them? How do you guys do it? Um, so Craig, I go over to Craig's house a lot of the time, my guitarist, and we lay down some, you know, write some riffs and lay down some stuff on his computer. Um, and then Scott does all his vocals at home. Sometimes he comes and just, you know, throws around vocal ideas. I think he came like once for this album. (laughs) The rest he's like, you know, I'm just going to work. Um, and then Rob, um, you know, also when we got Rob, the new drummer, he was really, he was just there in the writing process. And he's sort of something, you know, when you hear drums under something, you're like, ah, oh, that really makes sense, finally, you know? Um, and he can play anything. He was like a chameleon, um, which was cool. So, so it's pretty much Craig and I, sometimes what I'll do is I'll like, you know, record, I'll like hear a riff in my head and I'll sing it on my phone and then I'll mm-hmm. play it on the, like, and then, um, yeah, so it's coming from all different aspects. Right. I'm not very technologically. Mm-hmm. I'm, obviously, I'm, like, balancing an iPhone for this for, like, 45 minutes. So technologically, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm not, like, so I don't have any recording. Uh, I have, um, you know, just, like, a little H2 recorder that I could right. hook up to the keyboard. So that's what I got at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. So it's always interesting just hearing uh, how, how other people go about uh, creating their music and putting it together. So that's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love, I love the question. Cause again, it's something that you do, but like you, you always wonder like, how does it work? You know, right. another, you know, what about, mm-hmm. right. what about right. you, Wayne? How do we do it? We, uh, well, I, I work with Pete and we send stuff back and forth uh, online almost every day <laughs> basically right cool yeah yeah uh, how many times have we changed uh, one song <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah. i mean that's the world we live in it's so like you could just do it you could do it from you know yeah definitely look at honestly between thank god that we have this technology because if it weren't for this technology i mean work schedules and life schedules in general just a killer for your hobbies, really, or your however you want to pursue it, whether it's a hobby or a profession. It's you can't find the time to get four people together or five or. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, hard. I know. I yeah. know. Well, that that's yeah. why we take eight years between albums. Right. <laughs> understandable. It's un- that's understandable. Yeah, of course. No, yeah. but but honestly, like we, it wasn't ready to come out before this. Like it just. You know, all we we knew we could take our time. We never, you know, thought the pure steel, um, right. you know, would come, you know, knocking. And it was just a great, how'd, it was a great thing. How'd you get in touch with them? Uh, it was through Scott. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. From like what his previous uh, bands and stuff that he's been in, or I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's well, like when good. we got when we got Scott, we're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah right we're big now you got the, now yeah you got the hookup now so <laughs> yeah a little bit you know all right so we should have scott on the show next 
<laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Who um who did the album artwork? Uh, so that was um so I was really put it up like on. I screen. really wanted something unique. So um I did Google searches for like nightmare theater, you know, just like something, um, <coughs> something that would capture this the name of the band and sort of like the the um the lyrical theme a little bit. And uh, I found uh, a piece called Nightmare Theater, um, Slumberland, and it's a Danish artist, Natasha Frisch. And so, um, yeah, so I got in touch with her and I um, paid a nominal fee. And uh, I'm like, yes, I got it. And um, yeah, so I was excited about that because, you know, we could have done, I don't know, you could could do some cool artwork through... You know, but, you know, I wanted something that was, like, from the human hand, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, because I was telling Wayne, remember, Wayne, I was telling you, those. I said, man, I really like this cover, man. It's yeah, yeah. Bright. It I, me a few times. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, and yeah I was like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, this yeah. speaks to me. And I had to, like, cheat, you know, so it's, you know. Like she's in Denmark. I'm like, okay. I'm just I'm just gonna go for it, right. you know. And um, again, I like that you know on her blog she outlines like the process she used to create the piece. And um, you know, I just think it really fits with the name of the band and also the name of you know the album. Hmm. Put it up again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I I apologize for running off. I uh, was supposed to bring my copy of Free Admission um, so I could show everybody the first album, but uh, obviously I couldn't find the damn thing. So (laughs) I will find it and I'll send it to you so you can autograph the damn thing, right? Do you really have it? I really do. Seriously? How do you get all this shit? Sick. This guy. Like back a few years ago, you had like how many CDs? Like thirty thousand CDs in your basement? Oh, Something like that. It paid off my house twice, <laughs> but yeah. And I, uh, oh, I'm I was all just bummed that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get my shit together before you came on, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the the support, Lord Almighty. <laughs> That's even better. Let's keep going with that. Did I change your name now? Yes, Lord Almighty, that Lord works. Almighty. And every I'm just time trying to fit in, man. He says hello. When he sits down from now on, he should just say the eagle has landed. <laughs> Good idea. Even better. Even better. That fits. That fits for me. It works. Mark, yeah. you're a very cool dude, man. I I, I really like that uh, you came on and and spouted about a lot of the stuff on the new album. You know. Uh, that really, it, it's gonna make me listen to it a few more times. I might even cool, enjoy man. it more than I did before. I really, seriously, this ain't my thing, but uh, it's for what it is. I really like it. Thanks. I re- I re- we really appreciate the um, you know the sentiment and um, yeah, you guys are awesome. I'd love to come on another time and speak some metal. You I sent you a down. Facebook Anytime request, friend request, so. Get on, get on it. Sick. <laughs> who were, you didn't want to tell me, but and you probably still won't tell me who recorded the album. Yeah, 
Yeah, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's a dude. secret, huh? I think so weird about that. I, you know, what am I gonna Why? do? <laughs> I don't know. Don't really? want to name that. He, uh, here's what it is. Works with like some maybe like higher, like maybe more well-known bands, and doesn't want to. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all right. He I'm just doesn't want us to know he made a deal down at the crossroads, and when this album comes out, it's just gonna jump. To the top of everything. Sick. Sick. Mark Manson and, and Robert Johnson, man. They are a two of a kind. <laughs> I just missed everything. My sound went out. God damn it. Just don't uh, let Machio beat you in a you know, guitar battle or a keyboard battle if you ever get to that point. Ralph Macchio? Ralph Macchio. Oh, Crossroads, right? <laughs> Crossroads. Let's see if you can take Steve Pye, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a little I'm young for about. that. I'm a little <laughs> young can, for that, guy. If he guys. can beat up Steve Pye, he can beat up a lot of other people. <laughs> I don't know. Steve Pye actually I... recorded both guitar parts for that. Yeah. And I he screwed like the it... other... And he legitimately screwed up the, the other part to get into form. So... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not as familiar with Steve I. Um, so. Well, you're you a know. keyboardist. Why would you care? But Greg, what you just said, <laughs> said about uh, I know Steve Satriani. recording both parts, uh, mm -hmm. which is it an interesting fact. When they actually told him to screw it up, he couldn't. When they yeah, were trying to play I... Ralph Macchio's don't part, hate it when he that happens? screw it up. He was playing really? it perfectly. He played, with, he played with Frank Zappa, and that's all Zappa did was screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, Zappa stuff, even when that it's problem. still choppy like that, is very, mm. very highly structured. Oh, boy. Yeah. Can't say nothing about Zappa when Greg's around. Sorry, <laughs> Dragon. Dead Milkman. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Be careful. He gets very sensitive about Zappa. This is dragging away from my territory, boys. <laughs> Mine too. I, I'm not a Zappa whatsoever. The only Zappa you'll find in my collection is stuff that Greg sent me that I just recently deleted off my phone. No, you didn't hear that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody well, guys, own a copy of Hot Rats. I'm going to roll. Um, again, it was sick talking to you guys. And um, yeah. Yeah, whenever Rock you want to come back on the show and, uh, you know, spend a little bit more time with us, talk about some metal and stuff that you listen oh. to. Oh, totally. I would love to do that. You're more than welcome to I'll come I'll hit on. you up, Wayne. Yeah. yeah we Great talk talking to you guys. And meeting man, you I know. Guys. Nice meeting you, man. Nice having you. Yeah. And again, I... thank you so much for the kind words about the album. We're really um, pumped. Sure. And I also, I also heard you're a wrestling fan, so we got to talk about that, too. Oh, yeah. Hell totally. Yeah. I, got a, I got a WWE belt from my office the other day. Oh, oh, you're, yeah. They're you're cheap mark. now. You're a mark. I'm, oh. <laughs> no, I'm total smart. Total smart. Great. Smart mark. Smart mark. Yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> I, know I, I am smart. Smart mark. Mark. Smart mark. That's, that's anyway. Right. <laughs> Album comes right. out April 26th, right? You got it when the that's curtain closes. Nightmare stage. Nightmare stage. Pure Steel Records. Nine days from today. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Go check out their Facebook. And um, you got a website? Is it nightmarestage.com? Yeah. Is it easy? Oh, um, I, think, I think it's just, just a Facebook page we have. Oh, you don't yeah. have a uh, website? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just a Facebook page. 
right. Well, everybody go and check out the Facebook and buy the album. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, All right. Yeah. All right. Enjoy Thank you guys' you. night. All, All right. right. You too. Thanks All for coming right. on. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, right. Mark. Adios. Later. Later. Very cool. Yeah. Do you know how to yeah. leave? Right, <laughs> Let's see. All right. He got off. All right. Yeah. Very nice guy. Very yeah, cool. he's a cool, cool guy, man. Yeah, that was cool. Give me yeah. some orange juice. Oh, he's, he wants orange juice again. <laughs> orange juice is important, man. Does a body good. Oh, wait, that's milk. Yeah, orange juice <laughs> does too. So, I did get a new release in the mail today, sort of. What did you get? I got um, the special live tribute deceased screams from the day ah. that they put out in tribute to uh dave scarface castillo who just died last fall yeah very oh, tragic oh. accident um they're only pressing 300 copies wow touch with king Fally if you want one it's a great show wow he's probably almost sold out by now yeah with that oh, there can't be many of them be, yeah that. yeah got oh. the vinyl of ghostly white in the mail today too that's wow. finally out. Um, oh. No, and I guess he was going to get it. He could say, I'll be right back. I'm going to get it. Instead of well, it's away. Glow in the dark, <laughs> white vinyl with an etching. Very cool. Oh, yeah, that's nice. nice. Oh. Hey, Dragon, is that a CDR or is that an actual silver CD? No, it's an actual factory press CD. It's okay. put out on their record label. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got oh. a record label, so he, yeah. Mm-hmm. He does that shit for reels. Yeah. He, he's no bootleg. No. Not at all. Yeah, he sounds much better, Peter. Yeah. Peters. Yeah. It uh, <laughs> uh, thing is, I had to really adjust the um, because this thing clips a lot, so I have to be careful when I speak. Yeah. Into the mic. You need a um. Yeah, he fucked it up, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Hey, hey, Pete, just take a lozenge and. Lozenge, lozenge. Take a lodging. That's a word, right? Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, I think so. I'm not going to try to say it. We'll just go with what you said. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. About right. It's, it's close enough. It's close enough. <coughs> I need a lozenge. God damn. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, anything else anybody wants to talk about before I talk about some news, some interesting things this week? You want Uncle Sax's story of the week now or later? Sure, I'll go ahead. It'll give me time for my computer to actually work and get the stories up. Um I thought a lot about this one. Okay. And I'm not sure. A lot of the time my stories have sexual innuendo. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay? That's all right. Okay, man, I'm going to tell a different story then. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, The year was 1985. Uh, Autograph had their big hit, you know, turn up the radio. They had a big hit. uh, David Lee Roth was a big fan. I don't know if he had anything to do with their album or anything, but they took him on tour for the 1984 tour. And you know they slowly build up a little a little fan base, and that song got on the radio, and 
We're like, yeah, turn up the radio. That sounds fucking great. So I was, uh, I'd been on my own. I've been on my own since I was 14 years old in 1983. I've been, you know, wandering the streets kind of thing. And that's a true story. (laughs) And, but my mom, you know, she'd let me come back to the house just so she could see me, you know, and make sure that I was alive and that kind of thing. My stepdad was a dick. So me and my buddy Raj and my buddy Jeff, went to my mom's house and said, hey, you know, can we get a ride to Southdale? There's a big autograph, autograph signing. (laughs) 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 And, you know, she's like, yeah, sure, no problem. And my stepdad, you know, walks into the room and goes, what? Oh, blah, 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 blah. If you want anything, you're going to go mow the lawn and pull some weeds. (laughs) All right. Whatever, dude. So I was out there uh, mowing the lawn and pulling weeds for like three hours while Jeff and Raj were just standing around the corner smoking doobies. You know? I'm like, you guys suck ass. So my mom gave me five bucks and then gave them five bucks each. I'm like, what? They didn't do nothing but smoke doobies around the corner, man. So she gave us a ride out to Edina, Southdale, which was, you know, cross town. You can't picture it, but trust me, it, it was a little bit of a jog. Yeah. And we go to uh, Musicland in Southdale. And autograph is all there, signing autographs. And I got a poster and, you know, uh, the uh, drummer, uh, Richie Richards or something, he just, remember the old autograph video where he would just sign his name with the X's over his eyes? He no, did that on my post. I'm thinking, yeah, okay, that's the greatest ever. And, of course, there was all kinds of women there because this was a uh, autograph autograph sign. All right. So we're like, cool, you know, I put my, I tucked my uh, poster in my back pocket. We took a bus back downtown, and we're on Nicollet Mall, and we're walking past a bookshop, and here's Steve Plunkett, the lead singer of Autograph, in the bookshop. We're like, yeah, let's, let's you know, hey, it's Steve Plunkett. You know, yeah. I'm 16. I'm cool. Let's go talk to Steve Plunkett from Autograph. <laughs> and Steve Plunkett's in there and shaking hands and doing this and that and the other thing. And Raj says, hey, Johnny, you should sing him your new song. Which what? was? Uh, dude, I don't, I don't think he's going to like that a lot. I don't <laughs> Steve Plunkett from Autograph, right? Yeah. And Rod's like, yeah, you got to sing him your new song. So I pulled the rumpled uh, piece of paper out of my out of my jeans. I started singing him. Pussycats too. Pussycats too. Don't tell people do. And Steve Plunkett just looked at me and he's like... Yeah, you should you should have a little more practice. Keep writing. You'll you'll, you'll come to you'll come into yourself. <laughs> so, a couple hours later, we're at the side door at the Orpheum Theater in downtown Minneapolis. You know, my uh, I, th- I I was on a roller coaster of highs and lows this entire day, and we're banging on the door, and Roger's sister is there. Her name's Marissa Carlson. Okay. And she gets in, and all the other girls that we were with get in. What? It's 1985. King Cobra is opening for Autograph, right? Right. Love both bands at the time. 
So the door opens and Johnny Rod comes out. And Raj, Raj had size 15 feet. And Raj takes off his shoe and says, here, sign my shoe. Johnny Rod, yeah. You know, and then they close the door on us. What? Come on, all our girls are in there. What's going on? Turns out that Marissa Carlson, which is Roger's sister, sister uh, yeah. was making out with, she says it was Johnny Rod. I still say it was uh, Randy Rand from Astro, uh, from Autograph. Yeah. I think I'm right on that one. Marissa Carlson. <laughs> Definitely tagging her in this, in this uh, post. Uh, she says she was making out with Johnny Rod. I don't believe it. We got his big ass 15 shoe sign. We went into the show. We went back to Northeast Minneapolis. And we're standing in front of this Ukrainian uh, church and we sit down and we smoke a doobie and we go, one of the best days ever, man. One of the best days ever. And here's the shoe to prove it. So that's Uncle Saxon's story of the week. Got the shoe. That's a nice story, man. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a cool story. And there will be more Uncle Saxon stories to come. Each week. Oh, yeah. I kind of make a, uh, make a, like, a little intro for your uh, story section. Go crazy. I will. Maybe you can make me, like, a little sound clip, and I can put some music to it. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> Not the creative one. I'm the storyteller. I know. You can do something funny. I don't know. I'll think of something. Don't you worry. I know you will. <clears throat> I'm a thinking man, man. Oh. Uh, former Kiss guitarist Vinnie Vincent announces Speed Bowl Jam Nashville performance. Anybody think this is going to happen? Nope. 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 <laughs> he, that man has had 30 years for him just to do... Not even the right thing, but the thing anybody normal would do and show up for a show or put out an album that people pay for. So I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Be nice if it hey, would. Uncle, but. Dragon, you want to call him out right now on his shit? Call him out, Dragon. Yeah, he's in a yeah sure. <laughs> Sue me, you little fucker. <laughs> Dragon got, got a problem with conflict it. with the man, so... <laughs> Yeah, you, you no, gonna... I mean, um, <clears throat> leave that alone. Oh, no, I don't mind. Uh, well, a lot of people, not just me, have bought that box set from him that we never got. I don't think he ever compiled that. So that was total bullshit. But I sent him a guitar at one point in time to sign what? because wow. he got in touch with us. Uh, because I ran a message board with a couple different other people. I didn't start it initially, but um, talking through him through there, you know, when he first came on, he seemed like a real cool guy, just quiet, reclusive, whatever. And so he was like, yeah, you know, uh, if you send me a couple dollars and pay for the shipping, yeah, just send it down and I'll do it. At the time, he wasn't doing very well, so, you know, I figured, yeah, fuck it. I'll pay him to sign it, and I'll send it to him, too. Um, long story short, I sent it to him. He signed it, and then he put it up on eBay. For, well, <laughs> not eBay, but he listed it through an auction house, and I ended up seeing it. But 
there was nothing I could do about it. You know, it's not like I had the damn thing registered. But so he did that, and then about a week or two later after that, he um, asked to be an admin on the message board. And then what he did was he took complete control of it, banned everybody, and closed it down. Wow. Oh, shit. And sent everybody a message that said he doesn't care if it's good or bad. He doesn't want anybody talking about him ever. Wow. Wow. Shit. Jeez. So it's unbelievable. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Sorry, I called you out on that. I don't know if you wanted to tell that story or not, Dragon, but uh, man, fuck him. Um, honestly, the only reason I never really have before, like anywhere where he could see it, is just because he's very litigious. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot to lose. Yeah, I know. That's why I said sue me a little bad. <laughs> you hear that? You jackass. I would say he could just give me the fucking guitar back, but it's a little late for that. <laughs> that was, that was 12 you know, years ago. On, on top of that, you know, what's even more screwed up than that, you got uh, Wayne and Pete, you'll recognize this as musicians and just the cost of instruments and all that. Yeah, okay, so I sent that to him. And he went around and sold it. But throughout that whole thing, there was a gentleman named uh, Tom. Can't remember his last name now, but he was a luthier based out of Arizona. Vinny bullshitted him into making up four or five prototypes of different guitars for him and sent him a couple. Well, he just ripped them all off and never paid the guy for him. Wow. And then when he tried to get his money out of it, Vinny sued him. <laughs> oh. So he's just, I really admired the man at one point, and I still love the first Invasion album and those two Kiss albums, and he was a great guitar player, but he is just a horrible, horrible human being. Sheesh. And for anybody out there that is a fan of him, I just, I really hope they don't buy into it and get screwed over or ripped off like I did, or anybody else that did for that matter, because be it's not right. And really, for somebody that's been as weird and has disappeared and done the shit he's done over the years, he should just be happy somebody still cares about his music. Yeah, yeah really, really. <laughs> that that oh, yeah. that fan base is dwindling by the day, man. Mm-hmm. Seriously, the Kiss convention, the Kiss Co thing, whatever Kiss Con. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he came up there and he he butchered the shit to mm-hmm. begin with. You know, he kind of made people think that there was something wrong with him. Yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't do what you do, brother. Yeah, it well, doesn't matter, but he's... Uh, right, uh, but he, he does that for it, the Vinnie Vincent fan club is definitely dwindling down to very zero at this point. <laughs> I would say, yeah, so. and especially if if, you, if not, listen to Greg's story. God. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, How can anybody be a fan at this point? Yeah. And then just go talk to Tom. I mean, you know, he put a lot. He, he's, his job is a luthier, you know, all the hours and the man, uh, manpower he put into that. And then the cost of the materials themselves. I mean, he, he was screwed. <laughs> That's terrible. And how do you feel good about yourself, you know, when you do things like yeah. that? Just, 
especially being you know somewhat of a public uh, you know person. Disgusting. He he is such a fucking narcissist. I'm sure he finds a way to justify it. <laughs> People jam is unlistenable, by the way. So. What what is? Anybody that watches this, Speedball Jam, the album. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely unlistenable. It's unlistenable. Speedball, Speedball Jam isn't really what he claims it to be anyway. He claims it's one long guitar solo that he did on the spot that he fired off. Yeah. It's not. And if you listen to it real closely, you can hear that it's spliced together. It's a it's a bunch of different guitar solos from live concerts and warm-ups in the 80s. Oh, jeez. What the hell and is that behind you, Greg? What? That's a cat. That's a cat tail, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't that know what that was. That is a cat asshole. Yeah. That might know the kitty. Huh? Know the kitty. Your screen is so pixelated, it looks like this monster coming up from behind. <laughs> I don't know which one that it's was. Vinny. <laughs> it's Vinny. <laughs> you want your guitar back now? He wants the cat also. <laughs> He'll take all he can get. Yeah, Shit, I'm sure he would. It sounds like it. Yeah, sounds like it. Shit, when his ex-wife, uh, which, by the way, um, was very sad when it happened, but when his ex-wife uh, got murdered about eight, nine years ago, he tried to collect benefits on that, even though they hadn't been married since, like, 1991. Yeah. Well, That's what dead. I mean. He's... Just a horrible, horrible person. Oh, man, that, that's pretty nauseating, you know? <laughs> instead, he collected, her, uh, he collected her dresses instead. Oh! What did I say? Hey, you, you know, that's what? another thing, too. Um, again, you know, if I didn't know what I knew about him, I'd totally be like, yeah, do what you do, dude. But he is totally doing that just to get somebody to pay attention to him. He's not trying to become Vincenzo Vincent. <laughs> you never know. Come on, man. We had a funny now. Let's oh, all fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. The dresses was Don't good. <laughs> it's the end thing to do. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We are now done. Show is over. I'll leave on a high note, right? <laughs> Vinny Vincent, you cut me a check for ten grand. I won't kneecap you at some point in the future. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> suck Rats ass. out. You says you suck. Yeah, Vinny he sucks Vincent. ass. You'll never do that other concert. You're a liar. Love you, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to another one. Uh, Kip Winger has no idea why Lars Ulrich was throwing darts at his poster in the Nothing Else Matters video. Really? <laughs> that was funny. I I know, really. Like you don't know why. <laughs> Come on. I, mean, I read the whole I read the whole Winger thing. Yeah. And uh, you know, Kip Winger is a class individual, so I'm not gonna He always seems like a nice guy, but yeah, it's just... I'm, not, I'm not gonna give him shit about it. I mean, obviously there was... He was an Alice Cooper for Christ's sakes, you know? It's like Yes, exactly. How how can you deny Kip Winger being an astute a uh, musician with Reb Beach and and everything that he's accomplished, you know. I think it was just the videos it, that he put out back in the day. You know? But uh, as far as the whole Metallica, that was that was for me. That was for me uh, in the what was it? The Nothing Else Matters video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Metallica. When I watched that video. You're right. Nothing else matters other than you, man. 
Yeah, because exactly. Metallica sucked at that point. So yeah, what? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunately that's when I get into them. Yeah. Really, man, they sucked. Yeah. From that yeah. point on, to me, they were garbage. Uh, and Justice for All is garbage too, except for two I, I like Justice for All though. You don't Craig like Justice for All. Oh. Craig only likes the first two albums. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And like half a master. Three and a half. Unbelievable. Well, what do you mean half a master, man? That Masters of Puppets? Fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I hate sanitarium. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Wow, you made him leave. Yeah. Oh he's going God. to get he's, his pillow. Why? He's really upset. He's probably going to get his orange juice that he never got. <laughs> Unacceptable. Jeffrey never... Yeah, oh, no, he got the... Get his pillow. Get his... <laughs> <laughs> I sleep with his pillow every oh, night. Shit, that's cool. Seriously. <laughs> See, Greg? Even Saxon likes Master of Puppets. I know he does. Saxon likes Master of Puppets. I mean, there there's some great songs on it, but um You know, me and Greg used to live together, right? Yeah, yeah. And we've had we've had this discussion so yeah. many and so many times. And Greg is smart, as intelligent, as you know, just so in tune with Everything that is metal is wrong on this yeah, one. He is definitely he's wrong. wrong. He's just wrong. Yeah. We did and, an album versus album on this. We did. What was the other one that we did with it? Uh, Rust in Peace. Rust in Peace, yeah. Master of Puppets and Rust in Peace? And versus Rust in Obviously, Peace. Obviously, Rust in Peace Rust went in peace right. Without, peace. Oh, no Thank doubt you. about it. Oh, <laughs> God. Rust in Peace, man. Come on. Oh yeah. Although I will it made say, John very upset. You know. Oh, I I love Master of Puppets too. But John, John just Rust in Peace. Yeah, right. Rust in Peace is just a better record. But I mean, Disposable Heroes is easily one of the best metal songs ever recorded. But. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Well, going on with Metallica news, I thought this was funny because uh, for the last album he lost all the songs, but for the next Metallica album, Kirk Hammett has tons of material. That he will lose when they go to record. <laughs> oh, will he? Yeah, he lost when he when they did the uh, hardwire to self destruct. He lost his cell phone or something. All the files on his phone and oh, yeah. <laughs> everything that he had was gone. That seems like a piss poor decision to not have a backup <laughs> for doing something like that. You would but, think so. Yeah, you I would think, right? <laughs> you would think so. Well, wow, you really made uh, Saxon very upset. He's put the glasses on. Oh, Greg did. Yeah. I like Not Master. Knowing. I love Master of Puppets. I didn't say it sucks. What is that thing? The skull. Crimson goo. Is that a voodoo stick? I think so. The Pez he, dispenser. He's putting voodoo on us. He kept voodoo. I, I love Master of Puppets. I just don't like it. Oh, see, now he's trying to... Thank you, Pete. Let's talk about Master of Puppets. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, Pete, I, I think you got the right idea, man. I don't want any voodoo spell put on me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So what do you think? Disposable Heroes, one of the greatest songs ever, right? Yeah. The best. We all agree on that one. Yep. Yeah. We all agree on that one. Yep. Certainly yeah. is. 
<laughs> it is it's the best Metallica song ever, ever if written. You guys aren't disagreeing with me, then I've got really no reason to rage against the machine uh, here. I like Jumping the Fire the best. If I had to pick just one song, either that or Creeping Death. Yeah. All right. Uh, Journey announces the two thousand nineteen. What? I was just saying that as long as we got back to Master of Puppets, and that is the greatest album ever recorded. God, no, 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 no. What the hell is that? <laughs> Who is that? Is that the John Belushi? Joliet Jake says Master of Puppets, greatest album ever. What is Joliet Jake? Well. He was half of the blues. Wouldn't brother. it be his first time being wrong? I can't tell over the little screen here. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, you want to use Julia and Jake. I will be right back. Oh, you're going to be right back? He's going to get his Ultimate Warrior pillow buddy again, isn't he? <laughs> Come on, this is the greatest episode you ever heard of me. <laughs> it is. Um, the interview with Mark went very well. I thought that was fun. And now we got this. This is even better. <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, well, I was close. Johnson, <laughs> the smartest man in the universe uh, happens to think and knows, and since he is the smartest man in the universe, this mm -hmm. would make it a fact that Iron Maiden's Killers is actually the best metal album of all time. Wow. He just made the new uh, uh, intro clip with that now. <laughs> Master uh, Puppets versus Killers. I don't have anything to show. I, here, I have this. Oh, it's 27. The only thing I oh, have is... Oh, watch out, Wayne. Oh, what the hell? Now I have to go get something? <laughs> yeah, I made this. I made this little pumpkin guy. I want to oh, kill it. I really you do. I want to stop on I didn't make it. I, I found it in the uh, dollar store. And then I oh. said, oh, that kind of looks like the pumpkin from the Halloween I Want Out cover. So I painted he it. Yeah, he looks it's almost like exactly that. like that. Yeah, and he had... He had the hat on, so I was like, that's kind of cool. Two of the keys, two, or one, and uh, I want out. Those are cool power metal albums. Yeah. Of course, I was on MTV. You were? T87, yeah. You want to see that video? Wait, you went on the uh, Hell on Wheels tour? Yeah, I was on the Hell on Wheels tour, baby. Really? First day, oh, so, October 30th, wow. 1987. Wow, so you're on in the video? I'm in the video. I'll have to watch it. Oh, I've seen cool. it. Can you write down the front? <laughs> you can send what? I can send you the DVD that specifically points out the timestamps. <laughs> John goes up. <laughs> I know. Like, like, hey, I uh, would do the same thing too. Yeah. Grim Reaper, and they were great too, by the way. Who was who was that? Oh, Grim Reaper. Yep. Yeah, they were awesome. Which they did uh, come back, but that guy's got like he got uh, his he leg has, amputated, uh, right? Ambut yeah, it got amputated. Grimmett, Steve Grimmett. Yeah. But yeah. have you heard his solo albums? He has some good stuff, man. Yeah. Even his solo it's albums are kick-ass. Huh? That to be beat. We should talk about that. Yeah. All right. Let's Steve go. Grimmett. Go ahead, talk about it. Uh, Steve Grimmett? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I love Steve Grimmett, man. Come on. <laughs> But his stuff, uh, I don't know if you guys, well, have you heard any of his uh, solo stuff? No. Yeah. Yes, it's good. It's good. I've heard his Lion's Pride stuff. And, uh... Yeah. Has like, it's kind of like, um, 
has that bluesy edge too. The yeah. dirty bluesy, southerny, metally uh, mix. It's it's good. I just remember watching uh, Beavis and Butthead, and the radio came on, and they were making fun of it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> just never forget that. But I liked it, so I went out and found that album. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Uh, Journey announces their 2019 Las Vegas residency. They're still going around with that guy with um, what the hell's his name, the singer. Steve three. Whatever his name is, Panetta or Panetta. Yeah, or Panetta, yeah, Panetta, something like that. He's he's yeah. good. I like him. He he's is, cool. Yeah, yeah. He's he, Steve uh, number three, though, right? Isn't it Steve Algeri and then Steve the uh, next? Week? I don't know. I thought there was like maybe three other ones before him or something, wasn't there? There was. Not you sure. gotta give it up to Neil Schoen, though, man. He's he's uh found Steve Perry um mimics yeah. you know all the way through the last yeah. 30 years and and it's really worked out for them because they all they all kick ass they're really yeah. good yep they are yeah it did pretty good uh king's x begins recording first studio album in over a decade i know john wow. you love love king's x right it's been that long oh shit can you still see me i still see you yeah Wow, look at that. Uh, Dog man. <clears throat> yeah. King's Very excellent. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What is that? Oh, Dog uh, tag? Dog tag. Dog tags. Yeah, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Oh. Big big King's X fan. Yeah. I've never heard of them. No? <laughs> you just found those posters in the, in the magazine, just hung them up? Yeah. It just looks really cool to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. The... The X is how he makes his mark, so he thought it was about him. <laughs> I, ne- I never liked King's X back in the day when they first came out. I always thought they were very, um, they were too light for me. Really? Yeah, I didn't like their sound. I just, it was just very flat sounding and just, I don't know, didn't do nothing for me. Hmm. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't until I went onto the Heart of Metal where I met you guys, the uh, message board, and <laughs> almost every freaking post is about King's X on there. I'm like, let me go back and check what King's X, you know, sounds like now. Because uh, you know, as I got older, I got into stuff that I didn't like back then, and you know, I liked them. <clears throat> yeah, I like. Uh... <clears throat> what? Go ahead. No, I was saying I didn't like them at first either, but then I was more close-minded musically, so I didn't really give them a All chance. Right. And then after I started listening more and more, I, I enjoyed them more. Yeah, uh, but, definitely uh, get into them more. Yeah, especially like the first uh, couple albums, really good. Dogman, I think, is my favorite, though. Good stuff. Very good stuff. <clears throat> what else we got? Montreal yeah. officially dubbed Heavy Metal City. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, they didn't even oh. mention Voivod that entire uh, uh, that entire piece, man. And I know I know Noggle's gonna have a, a fit about that, but Montreal and Metal City of the Universe and no Voivod, what? Well, they they're from Quebec. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, Montreal. So they are mentioned in this article, but I guess they're not are part they? of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I just fuck. Maybe I just gave up after a while. <laughs> no, they are mentioned. Oh uh, no, they mentioned them towards the end. Yeah. But I know they. I know they mentioned away in it specifically because they tagged them in it when they posted it on Facebook. 
God, I got a cold, man. This thing better go away. It's the measles. Uh, you think so? Like John said, yeah, yeah. I yep. should have got, got the measles. Messiah. Jakey Lee. First album ever recorded, by the way. Just, just throwing that in there. Jakey Lee disputes the Ozzy Osbourne uh, ant sporting scene. What's, what's the best? What did he best dispute? Best album? Yeah. Killing Technology by Voivod. Oh, oh I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Jakey Lee disputes the Ozzy Osbourne ant snorting story from Motley Cruz the Dirt. There was no ants, he says. No ants. No ants. I don't think they disputed that before, too, though. Didn't somebody know. come out and... and uh, yeah. I have no idea. Did, well, did you see the see, movie yet? I remember back when VH1 was doing all that behind the music shit, and he admitted it on there when they mm. interviewed him about it. Now, I know he's denied it as well, but I maybe he just doesn't remember and agreed with it. I Could be. Uh, uh, Saxon likes to snort uh, the Blues Brothers. That's what he likes. <laughs> the Blues Brothers, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm still pissed at Dragon. So that's okay. <laughs> Shame. Not easy being right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know? Uh, except um, what, uh, recruits a bassist, Martin Mot- Motnik. And also, they also uh, got some girl to play violin. They got, I guess they have some kind of symphonic territory or something coming out. Hmm. So I guess they're going to do some kind of uh, orchestra thing with their rare songs. I, I'm, it's very so, weird. Then I got a kind of band you would think that would be doing something like that. But I guess, yeah. you know, Metallica, you wouldn't think they would do something like that either. And they right. made it kind of work. So yeah. I do you like that album? SNL? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. You liked it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still a Metallica fan. I still like Metallica. The only thing they've done wrong to me was St. Anger. To me, honestly, from the Black Album and on, I think they're shit. But I admit, uh, Death Magnetic, I did kind of like. Which one? The new one, uh, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. You didn't like that? Uh, Wait a second, no. That, did I even have that? Yeah, that's the last one. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. The last one. The last one was good, too. And I like Death Magnetic. That was before that one, wasn't it? Death yeah, Magnetic yeah. was before yeah. Hardwired to... Yeah. yeah. No, I like both of those. I like both of those. I gotta say. I gotta say I agree with you, Pete. Thanks. Rock and roll. Me and you, baby. We're gonna take <laughs> on these two guys right here. Yeah, I right. know. I like those two albums. No, yeah, All right, then we're taking on Noggle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The only one that I don't like is St. Anger. Oh, and, and Lulu. That, but I don't count that as a Metallica album. That was freaking terrible. Never heard it. Never want to. You don't want well, to. Well, I mean, Lou Reed sucks. What do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Judas Priest Ian Hill on relationship with K.K. Downing. Probably the less said, the better. There must be a really a lot of uh, bad blood with them. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on, probably. But, yeah. I mean, I've got yeah. nothing to say about this. 
Yeah. He he seems yeah. like he keeps trying to get back into the band. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Ian Hill, Ian Hill is Ian Hill, and he's been there since the beginning, and let's just leave it at that. Ian Hill wins this conversation. Yeah. Whatever much. KK has to say, man. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. And uh, the last uh, story, Blaze Bailey on joining Iron Maiden. He was very, very surprised Seriously. that they chose him. <laughs> what is Dragon doing right now? I think he just fell asleep. <laughs> what happened? Hmm? <laughs> Nothing. He doesn't like Blaze Bailey. <laughs> oh, well, who does? I do. Really? You Hell like yeah. those Iron Maiden Hell yeah. <laughs> X Factor? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. I'm going to have to... I'm I like X Factor. you listen to those, man. Because well, there's going to be... That's going to be out of One of them, but... I like... He was in Wolfsbane too, right? Yeah. yeah. That totally I just don't man. feel he was the best choice overall for them. Shit, no. I agree I with that it. too. I liked it because they, they needed some kind of a change. I don't no, know. Was, yes, yeah, you, know, you know what it was though? When, you know what I think with him? I liked Blaze Bailey when he's in Blaze Bailey. Right. His or any other band but Iron Maiden. Awesome. Yeah. But with Iron Maiden, I liked those albums too when he was in Iron Maiden, but I thought his vocals were just flat and lifeless on those albums. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. they were really cool. I thought they were good. I don't know. No, he, he's right. I mean, I actually had tickets to see Iron Maiden at this little club called the Mirage. I mean, it, it packed uh, during the X Factor. It would have been 300 people. And I'm like, fuck it, man. I can't, I can't do it. And my brothers went to see uh, Iron Maiden at the Mirage in this little club called the Mirage. And they're like, yeah, you know, they didn't do any uh, Blaze Bailey stuff. All they did was fucking real Iron Maiden. Like, Uh, ah, (laughs) it fucking killed me, man. I am so ashamed that I did not go to that show. Oh. And that was with Blaze Bailey. Uh, Blaze Bailey, yeah, that was uh, like 1986. Wow, yeah, yeah, they played they uh, played here too when he was uh, with the band, and and I didn't go, and I wish I would have because apparently there was like nobody there. It was like 50 people. Yeah, if that's that. what I'm wow. saying. <laughs> that would have been awesome to, to see them because you never see that. Iron Maiden, right? You know, yeah. kicking the jams, motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. it would have been great, and I. Just had such an attitude at that time that I just didn't go. Yeah. You know See, what I don't understand though? How did they go about choosing Blaze when they had they had didn't they have Michael Kiske also as an option and a bunch um, of other singers that would have suited them way better? Well, how, how did... it was it. You know, it's pretty much Steve Harris's band, really. Mm-hmm. When you get right down to it. Um, he was the one that Steve liked the best, and he was the one that Steve decided to seek out. Okay, yeah. And that's really all there is to it. <laughs> was that ever um, official, though, with Michael Kiske trying out? I don't think it was. I, I think don't... he might have sent them an audition tape, but I don't think they ever specifically auditioned him. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. Because at that time, he, he hated metal. Anything to do with metal, he didn't want to have anything to do with it. So I don't really yeah. see him doing anything. There, there comes Pink Gum, Pink 
Bubbles go ape. King Bubbles yeah. go ape. Close <laughs> enough. That. God, that was off. What? We're gonna have to do an album versus album with that too, because you're you're wrong. <laughs> you got to get a new pair of glasses or a pair of ears. <laughs> after after the two albums you made me listen to this week, I mean, come on. All right, so what are we doing next weekend? <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about it after the show's over. All right. All right. I guess that's Let's it. Let's do Explorer. Today. No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> we'll do the second album. No. Yeah, this guy. This guy did. Hey, real quick before we shut down. Yeah. Pete, what did you think of oh, Explorer's yeah. concept? Honestly, I didn't get. I only heard half of the first song, and I didn't get a chance to continue the rest yet. But I'm gonna get on that. I didn't stop. I didn't not listen to it because I didn't like it. I got Great sidetracked outro. with something else, yeah. But I'm, I still have yet to listen to it. So I will definitely let you know what, what I thought of that. What about the Accept? Have you ever heard that album before? The new one? No, the, the Eat the Heat. No. You never heard that before? Pete, uh, text me your number because I'm going to hit you up like every 30 minutes <laughs> on the next album versus album. Because I want your opinion on this stuff, man. All right. Now that reminds me, did you go back and listen to the uh, Queen, the Queen's Reich in the actual order, uh, Saxon? I did, and I can't say that I hate it. Really? See, yeah, it's not as bad. When you listen to it's... it in the correct order, it's pretty good, right? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I actually uh, downloaded it and put it in the right order and put it on a CD and put it in my car. Wow. And then I went to my shrink, and she's like, nah, you can't like that new Queen's Rack album. I'm like, no, I'm going to listen to it once. once I'm going to listen to it again. And then I went back to my shrink, and she's like, what would you think? And she's like, meh, you know, it's on you, brother. You know, here's some drugs. <laughs> but see, it wasn't that bad. Did you listen? You know the other one that you sent, the uh, like that band from Spain. Uh, hey guys, I got a side off. All right, get out of here. All right, great. All right, let's end, let me end it. Let's end the let's end the show and then we can talk after the show. All right, I'll talk to you in the chat. Yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks to Mark and go buy his album Nightmare Stage, April twenty sixth. Pure Still Records. Yes. Adios. Get it. Do that.